0: Hey folks, Totsky here, getting you lined up for another episode of the YMM Podcast coming up here. Uh, It's been a while since we posted, and we actually go on to explain why in this episode. So uh, I just want to say that uh, we talk about some anxiety issues and some mental health issues uh, in this episode, uh, and we go into some details, but what I do want to give... Uh, out is some information. If any one of you that's listening to my voice right now are experiencing any anxiety, panic attacks, depression, anything, give the mental health line a call. It's 1-877-303-2642. Give them a call. Get the help Uh, then support. It's there. It's for you. uh, And you're going to hear why Uh, I'm a truly big advocate of this. I think I always have been, uh, even more so lately. Uh, And like I said, you're going to hear why in this episode. So definitely, if you're experiencing any of these symptoms, anxiety, panic attacks, depression, Seek out the help. You deserve it. You need it. And it's it's truly, truly great uh, to have these resources available. Again, the Mental Health Helpline, 1-877-303-2642. Look it up online. This is uh, Alberta Health Services service. Uh, and, of course, this is for Alberta. But if you're anywhere else in the country or in the world, uh, the resources are out there. Uh, definitely reach out. Uh, and uh, and get some help it's, it's well worth it everyone is, is, deserves this uh, and everyone could use this as support now on to this week's episode due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations listener discretion is advised And welcome to the Wyman Podcast. I'm Totsky. I am Tito. I'm Steve. And I'm Ash. <laughs> Nay, she no, can't make it today. No Ash today, so one, it's one.
1: Sausage the, pod. the circle it's, jerk. It's
0: the the circle jerk. Yeah, we got testosterone just coming off the walls. Yeah. The at, men's at, room. At, as we're all sitting here drinking tea, very casually.
1: I we tea time. We haven't got tea in our mugs. On a <laughs> I know it's Christmas
0: so Eve. Going to talk about fucking yeah. Going to talk about our feelings and emotions, and, and I'm just of, dying to go to uh, bed and, and I actually am just dying to go to bed early yeah, I'm so too. exhausted
2: I feel like this we're week. on that uh, The Sweaty Balls
0: radio
1: program <laughs> <laughs> On uh, The Delicious Dish yeah. On National Public Radio
0: Well it's been a while Since we've done a show And there's I know there's one reason for that Probably at the top of many But uh.
2: Yeah so how many are we Are Do we have in the can now Two. That have been
1: released Two We've got uh, We've got our uh, Well actually they're both side episodes There's a cinephiles yeah. And a press play okay, And they're, they're both uh, Well one of them's from October yeah, <laughs> Or just after October anyway
0: And then ones yeah one's post Doctor Strange post Doctor Strange so yeah yeah the last episode we released was the clowns fuck that feels like millennia it, ago. and that's the one we actually released yeah.
1: oh, okay we've just had to keep postponing pods like it's yeah. just it's been relentless it's the busyness of the season
0: well one of the things um, like it's like as you people have heard uh, we recorded a Doctor Strange podcast uh, and uh, I know no I'm no stranger to talk about it and I post it on my Facebook like I've been going through some shit uh, yeah, yeah. these last couple of weeks and that's one thing uh, I'm having a hard time editing the Doctor Strange podcast, and I know I can just upload it, and someone will take care of it. But I, and that was that's the lazy part of it. But when I actually sit there and try to edit it, uh, we re-recorded that Doctor Strange podcast on a Saturday, and I think that's the first time you guys probably seen me actually have a bit of an anxiety attack. Yeah, yeah, you ran well, you, downstairs. Yeah, you had um, to get you had to like get
1: some. I had to walk. I had to
0: move. Oh, okay. The, I thought yeah. you had I to take a <laughs> shit. I thought <laughs> it, I thought, <laughs> it, I thought there. it was some
1: isolation. I thought it was like it some might, solitude. It,
0: it might be. Uh, I just had to move around. Like that's one thing. Uh, it's. I'm st- I'm sure we'll go in depth actually I want to do an anxiety pod with some people uh, in the near future I think there'll be a good way to kind of address it Actually um, I
1: think I know of somebody who might be a good guest to ask to come for that somebody who works with uh, I mean we'll have to ask if they're comfortable yeah, yeah. but somebody who works with the uh, Canadian Mental Health Association Yeah absolutely I, I definitely uh, think or, it's uh, something Alberta we should health talk health services maybe Aps- somebody
0: Absolutely <laughs> Um but yeah I've been going through it and we've all talked about uh, kind of anxiety and, and PTSD from the fires and stuff like that and I'm still not convinced to, uh, mine is not fire-related, but I definitely think the fires gave it an out, uh, and whatever I bottled deep down inside, you know, in a nice tumor-infested somewhere in, in the deepest bowels, it finally came out. And uh, I know I've been haven't been myself the last few weeks. I'm finally now just starting to feel a little bit uh, well, normal. So. that's an really, interesting
2: way of viewing it, too. Go ahead. Well,
0: and I, well I
1: was going to say, like, kind of uh, as an analogy to that, it actually really stuck with me the visuals of uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, I actually just haven't a, seen that such a such fantastic you, you and Kingston should watch yeah seriously mm-hmm. yeah that and then Korra I think um, perfect
0: I, first I thought you were talking about the movie with him Night Shyamalan no no no, no just,
1: actually he, he botched that a bit
0: that that actually set
2: that series back a couple of years yeah it really did in fact the
1: fact that Korra exists post, post that movie is surprising. The I think the timeline is that movie came out before. Oh or, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Korra came
0: came out after for sure. But well, why? What are the visuals like Um. This?
1: Well. Well. The, in one particular scene, anyway, uh, the, the main character An goes to talk to a guru, uh, and uh, he he explains the and the eastern idea of the, the energy pools, the like Chakras. chakra pools, yeah, yeah, yeah. that are in the body, uh, and how it relates to like tide pools. And he like shows them ex- like a physical example of tide pools that are just kind of like one, two, three little pools. But like then he shows them what happens when some Debris and gunk and shit like blocks one of the tide pools. It overfills and the other ones get choked out, kind of thing. Oh, wow. So then he's like showing him how. It'll, it'll like the system is self-cleaning, but it needs a little push once in a while kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. He's talking about how that's that's the body as well. That is the energies of the body, and how you have to like every once in a while do something or an event in your life will do it fucking for you. Yeah, <laughs> it will like clear out one of those tide pools, and that lets a rush of collected energies Shit. or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know how much I believe, you know, in, in in that. I definitely think there's stuff that science just can't explain, and yeah. there are understandings that are ancient about the human body that we kind of take for granted these days. So I, that visual always just kind of stuck with me. Well, at least, thought, at least in a way of Clearing the mind, yeah. you know what I mean. I quite
2: literally had that conversation uh, this weekend, oddly enough. Man, it's wicked. but you know what? Interestingly enough, the the I I took that example from Avatar because I, I I'm becoming more and more. I don't want, I don't want to say spiritual, but like this is the way I was viewing it is uh, in the sense of uh, the flow of energy. So the idea is that a lot of faiths, a lot of cultures have the belief of of there's something after this life etc right but if you if you want to look at it a bit more logically there's there's one principle of uh, of science that I've always I've always found very fascinating and that is that uh, energy cannot be created or destroyed just transferred from one <clears throat> form to another right so to that end what I what uh, the the reason I found that interesting is because, If you really think about it, the idea of chakras and the Buddhist belief of reincarnation and all that stuff isn't far from it in the sense that like everything we do expels energy into the world. And just like the theory of the butterfly effect, Mm. every choice we make has consequences, whether they be little or small throughout time. But as a result of that, we're always thinking in the present, but think about everything that came before us. And everything everything that came before us pushes us a little bit too it's that energy of those that came before us that have that have lived their lives that have passed on that have you know their bodies decompose and become the green the the grass that other things feed off of and and and, you know that we might not think we're related to that but then we we every so often we have big events like this fire that suddenly becomes a big push And, and and you know i'm not i'm not trying to downplay the fire but even something as massive as the beast started with something very very small mm. that led to a chain reaction mm-hmm. that caused energies yeah. to flow in a certain direction right yeah.
0: and and that's stuff like i'm actually going to go through some counseling and stuff like that and I, and i want to i want to get more involved into that just to kind of understand it and, and also uh, I guess to kind of finish it off, like turns out that what I think I've got is, is a lot of health anxiety and, and that's something that I'm going to go through. Um, but n- I've never experienced anything like that before in my life and to a point where I'm still noticing stuff. Like like again, I would try to edit a pod, like I'd feel a decent, I'd feel good one day and I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm, I'm having a good day today, right on, I'll edit a podcast. And as soon as I can... I guess, I don't know if I can hear it in the podcast, but I know what I was like recording it and just listening to it where I'm like, fuck, I can't even listen to this. And that's, I never told you guys that because, I don't know, I was kind of ashamed at first, but then I thought, fuck, it was kind of good to uh, maybe just talk about it on the show. Yeah. Um, Well, I just, I've never experienced that before. And this is all, like, all this stuff that, Again, like I just explained to you guys right before we started recording, is I've never understood that triggered me more than I have lately. Yeah, uh, and and actually, as as I'm all for jokes, memes, I, get, I know the difference between someone fucking around and someone not. Um, but I've seriously understood trigger points that more so than I've never have in the, in the last couple of weeks than I have in my entire well, life. Well, like so. I
1: mean, I, there are there are definitely some who uh, I mean, it's an entire spectrum of of effect, and there are some who take take what other people are going through for granted because they haven't experienced the same thing. But it's actually quite a profound experience, a shared experience that affected an entire town and an entire, like, section of the Canadian industry And it, at a time when, you know, tensions were already high, you know, and they still are. Uh, mm-hmm. So... Like, it, it's, I think it's no small thing. Uh, you know, I, I've I, I've made the jokes. I've seen the, the gifts and everything. I think it's funny. I, I laugh my ass off at it. But at the same time, like, this was a traumatic event. And post-trauma is a, is a real thing that affects and manifests in different ways.
0: And even then, like, and even people that go through anxiety, like, uh, uh, as a normal part of their life or, or as it's a part of their life every day and they still got to like, fight through it, right? The, the
2: interesting analogy to draw on is because everyone looks at this as a big event, but you could also, you know, to try to make the analogy is, like, Imagine everyone in town was gifted this most amazing piece of chocolate. No one's ever tried this type of chocolate. It's this delicious, awesome chocolate no one's ever tried before, right? And everyone in town's tried it. Like most people in town have tried it, but it was only available that one day, and those people that tried it know about this chocolate, and they talk to each other, and they bond over it because it's like, man, remember that chocolate we had back in May? That was delicious chocolate. But every so often, there'll be someone who didn't try the chocolate, but has tried other chocolate. And they're like, yeah, I've tried this chocolate. No, no, you don't understand. <laughs> like this chocolate we had back in May. Mm-hmm. This was very special chocolate. Unless you've had that chocolate, don't talk to me what about the. Fuck and that's how it kind about. of feels for some
1: people, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: Because now replace the the word chocolate with trauma, right? Uh, so, like yeah. it just because and, and the idea is like uh, it's not invalidating other people's trauma because theirs is just as valid as ours. But the the thing is, too, it's very hard for some people to to from that have gone through the event to analogize with people that have gone through different events, even though you know what I mean like they're yeah, both yeah. traumas yeah um, what's uh what's even more fascinating to me is uh, there was a recent I think it was recently in the news um, was the whole idea that people, People go through things in. Uh, there's people that deal with the events when they're happening. There's people that there's like a three month and there's people that like six months, which we're about right now. Yeah. So there's there's really a lot of people that are there that, that are being impacted by what
0: happened now. Right? Oh, yeah. May. May. Yeah. The one year is going to be tough and actually. Yeah. The anniversary. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually got an idea. Uh, I'll of this part out. The uh, I'd like I maybe we should do something for May 3rd. Whether it's something from the filmmakers group, or maybe a live podcast, or we talk about something, I figured we can yeah, do I, something to get I, everyone's mind. Honestly,
2: I think I think the I th- you know she's I can't speak for her, but I think May the fourth is a more important day than May the third. Hmm? May the third was the day that everyone was impacted by this fire, but May the fourth was when we stood united. Yeah. Uh, because of that fire.
1: Well, I, mean, I want well, to do a live podcast. The, the, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I agree the way that I, <laughs> I totally understand. <laughs> uh, I agree. And, but the way that I think that it's uh, like the, the, the importance of that date for me is, uh, is twofold. Like May 3rd was the evacuation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was some devastation that already happened. But it was the 4th. When yeah. so many people were in camps, huddled by their phones or TVs, yeah. uh, you know, even some people who, like like us, had been flown out already who were watching the news from elsewhere. Yeah. And that's when the confirmation came in that three, the three communities were being absolutely devastated. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was the day of the actual destruction in my eyes. Yeah. And so that was You're the right. day that was important to to take back.
0: And that was also the day I was waiting to hear the death toll like yeah. many other people was. Yeah. was. yeah. how many people didn't make it, right? And yeah. it's still to me as much as I don't I don't f- like to think that the fire caused the shit that I'm going through. Um I just cuz I don't I didn't see any of the wild devastation, you know what I mean? Like I, I got out relatively unscathed, that kind of stuff. I'm thinking mine goes a bit deeper. Um the I, definitely the fire is still like I said cracks in the foundation. All of yeah, sudden, no, it's uh, a, a f- sudden they had a way out. But I thought I was waiting on that call like how many people dead are they going to find right like that was the that was. you're right so May the 4th I'd like to do something I think we should do something so. well
2: I mean like it, 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 it's a, like uh, it, I didn't even think of it that way is we no one really had time to process what happened on the 3rd right it was just we need to act on what's yeah, going was, on we need to float. go and a lot of time yeah. a lot, it's interesting because there were people peripheral of uh, that care about the people in this community that were trying to process reaching out to us and yeah. we couldn't even yeah. we like it's like I'll call you later. Like,
0: oh, yeah, you know, we've had, I'm fine, I will get back to yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> we said, and we shared the stories on the podcast. And I still want to, I love that podcast that we did after the fact. I don't think you were there, Steve. Were you? No, you weren't. Uh, Ash was. Uh, but you shared your tales on Bonus Time, which was a really good podcast yeah. as well you did with Matt. Um, uh, yeah, I, it was a lot of phone calls going when the network was up. And you can tell the network was really having a hard time because everyone was trying to do the exact same thing all in one area. Right? You know, it's
2: it's interesting that you mentioned the whole trigger thing is because I, I have some strong feelings about it, but it's actually it, it like it's not... It's not that the feelings of those people that, that are feeling what they're feeling aren't valid. It's that, um, it, 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 I, I looked at this thing in Imgur uh, recently, and you know, all facts come from Imgur now. <laughs> but, yeah. but that uh, is the center of the universe. Yeah, Probably yeah. Better than Facebook, believe yeah. it or not. But um, but what it was is there's universities that have essentially said that, yeah, we understand that there's people that are get triggered by certain things that you learn at the university, but that doesn't take away from the fact that these things happen. Yeah. So, so it's really important that I guess it be understood, at least in my opinion, that while there is something that could trigger an individual, that doesn't mean that those things are off the table. Yeah. Because no. they should be just, dis- you just yeah. need to be aware of that, that well, like, for example, the person that brings it up needs to be aware that that could offend that person, and that is
1: fine. And that is okay. Yeah. yeah and yeah, that yeah. person
2: has the permission to leave that conversation if they so yes. wish.
1: and And, well, I was going to say, uh, like, a really important. Um, strategy uh, when it comes to therapy for people who are dealing with post-traumatic stress is to have a plan, yep. is to think about it ahead of time. It's, yep. it's. I mean, it's the same thing as having your emergency bag packed. Yep. It's the very same principle. Yeah. It could happen at any time if you're unprepared. You're going to have a bad time, basically. Yeah, like, after. but if you are prepared, if you have a plan of how to get your mind out of that pathway, about that pathology, or or exit the situation at, while saving face, if you're feeling really self conscious, there's there
0: you, you have to have a strategy, and you can usually develop that with your therapist. And I love how you said the bag to pack because that's one thing that I'm going well, as I'm starting, just beginning this journey now. It's it's the tools. What are the tools you have to to get yourself yeah. okay? Empowering. yourself. That's one thing, uh, and I see a lot of people make the joking post but some people do serious rants about oh safe space social justice warriors is what happens when you coddle your kids uh, again fuck you and fuck anyone that has that mentality because after going through and knowing yeah. where my head was where I couldn't sleep because for some reason I thought I was going to go to sleep and die yeah. knowing that's a dumb thought still can't shake it and being absolutely terrified in my own fucking house if, if a safe space what saves you from that Fucking go. That is what you need. That's what you're going to use. And and that is more power to you to do that. And that's one thing I I, I want to go more in depth with and definitely want to explore more is the, the culture we're getting is, oh, this is what happens when you get participation ribbons. You know what? If fucking the participation ribbons prevent someone from blowing their goddamn head off, I'll give them all the fucking participations in the world. All the participations. Like, I don't. I don't follow. What do you mean by that?
1: Well, it, well, it's just a common. It's a common. It's a common rant. Yeah, yeah. It's a, there's a lot of people who kind of regurgitate that the idea that the reason that we that the world is so terrible today, and it's funny because every generation that has a new generation <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. underneath <sighs> it thinks the world is terrible today. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fucking perpetual. Yeah. Get over it. Uh, but like the this reason isn't new. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, every generation. Every single one. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah they, they kind of correlate the idea that like well because we celebrate mediocrity that's why we have so many special snowflakes that think their shit don't stink and like oh, you know, they need uh, a safe there,
0: place to not get a, triggered a, there's blah there's a great, blah, blah, uh, blah.
2: comic that kind of that's why
1: we can't have bathrooms for men and bathrooms for women exactly. anymore so, really? so
2: there's a there's a comic where that made me laugh that a similar theme but about generational gaps and all that stuff is it shows an, an artist from the 21st century making a portrait or a picture yeah. and he's like I'll never be as great as the uh, as as those that came before me, then it goes to like the 17th century, and it's like a, a Da Vinci, probably. Prob- yeah, yeah, and I'll he's like, he's be. like, I'll never be as great as as the artists before me, and then it goes back to like the Dark Ages, and there's you know uh, the philosophers of that time yeah. doing their stuff, and they're like I'll never be great, uh, as great as, as those that came before me, and then there's like a caveman painting a horse on a wall, and he's looking at, it and he's like, I'm the best,
3: <laughs> 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 like,
2: like it's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but but like but that's the thing right like yeah. um we we only we only make our accomplishments off the shoulders of those that came before us right yeah. so for 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 the generation before us or those within us saying that oh everyone gets participate it's like it's not necessarily it's just like everyone everyone is you should be you should be glad that everyone has the advantages that your generation brought forth to yeah. them right but but i mean yeah i mean we all have our hardships that we go through yeah. and ours will Ours will be different than the generation before us, and the generation after ours will be different from than those oh, yeah. well
1: and I really like to think I like the way that you said it uh, how how uh, you know it needs to be understood that the things that can trigger people you know within within reason, and yeah. I think that reason oh, can be pretty clearly defined it, yeah. uh, you know uh, aren't off the table. I, I totally agree with that. Um, it's uh, all about but like respectful
0: discussion that's
1: that's just it as I, I i I see the changes in the world and I see why it makes people uncomfortable uh, at least in the in in the western world. Meanwhile, there's parts of the world that are literally being blown up yeah. as we're talking right yeah. now and you know we we like to just kind of casually so ignore don't you find that, that over interesting, the holidays
0: though, if we want to talk about uh, Alpa, uh, Aleppo. Al- say Alpapo, Aleppo. but Aleppo. they're getting blown to smithereens, but fuck, their network is still working. They're still getting those tweets out there. I always thought that was interesting.
1: Well, I mean, that's I yeah. mean, that's kind of the way, like, uh, global communications are just, yeah. like, staggeringly advanced yeah, that's now.
2: That's true. Man, I really don't, I, I'm really not a fan of when they when they do that, when someone's like, uh, when when, you know, someone will bring up a tragedy, and then, you know, like, for example, like, Black Lives Matter, and then someone will come back and say, well, all lives matter. It's like,
1: Dude, that's Shut not up. what we're talking about yeah. right this second. No, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, right. Yeah. And a
2: lot of people and and the problem is a lot of people. Everyone is so a so focused on being right yep. that they don't care. They, they completely miss the point of what
0: what you know what I mean. Oh, like, yeah. they, the, the, they're not listening to the message and they just want to say, well, that's wrong. And this is I'm, and I'm guilty of it too. I've already said before many fucking rants on Facebook or yep. wherever that my opinion is right and half the time i do it just to get a rise or admit, try to make a statement but yeah you're right it's so, so many people are focused on this my opinion is the right opinion and, and the, your opinion is invalid yeah.
1: right I, I see i see uh, you know so many posts that are that are uh, you know people up in arms about this that and the other thing and it's and i hate t- the argument when when you're trying to you know just like kind of one up somebody from their their issue, it's like well there's always so many more important issues. But there's definitely kind of like this hypocrisy inherent when when some people post about how upset they are, how enraged they are, how like much action like their their wall is full of this uh, petition and that petition and this cause and that cause and like we got to change the world, we got to do something, and like not a word about like actually helping parts of the world yeah. that like are far flung that have yeah. different ways of life that are completely. And, uh, you know, like completely cut off and, and in really dire straits. And yeah. it's just like, you know, the care is, is so passionate and yet so directional. Well, the classic one was directional. Directional. all lives
0: matter. Okay, well, how about the Syrian refugees? Nope. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it, 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 goes to that,
2: it goes to that whole thing. Like, And, and man, it's, I, the, more, the more and more they say it, the more relevant it seems is it's, it's so true that it's not that people are against you. It's that they're for themselves. Yeah, we are we are so caught uh, up in good, our own good quote. in our own bubble, and it's not that there and it's not that someone's being selfish. No, it's like they have their own it's priorities hardwired. and their own concern. That's genetic. You're, yeah, it's like I must protect my family, I must protect this, or yep. I my might, interests. Yeah. And, and and the thing is that we're ironically right. We're so connected in this world that that it, we're disconnected. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, there's, I mean, uh, of course, I I tend to communicate how I feel about things through media because that's. How I do things, yeah. and if you—I don't know—have you guys watched Black Mirror yet? No,
0: no you're telling me
1: that I really want to, but I was confused by the fact that there's no season one on Netflix. Yeah, I'm like, I want to start hey? where I want to start. You know, well, you don't have wow, to because it's, it's not sequential. Yeah, it's episodic, yeah. right? So like,
2: why what's on Netflix? Season two, season two and, two and three. three. So so I watched the first episode they of must season have two, bought it, and the whole idea is that Where's season one. <laughs> I don't, through, through whoever produced it first. Oh, yeah, you. Oh somewhere. shit. Okay. Yeah. So, so the uh, the first the episode I saw basically it's about a world where your social media status is your social status, which is essentially the community five has fives have lives plot. <laughs> it literally is fucking like uh, every, meow, meow beans <laughs> yeah, five five is the highest level. And and it's about a woman who's a four point two, and she wants to get to a four point five because if she does, she'll get a discount at the uh, the apartment complex she lives in, right? And she'll have uh, this great standing, and she'll be part of a better social circle. Jeez. But <laughs> the whole message, the underlying message of it, is um, the fact that we are so focused on how we present ourselves that we're not really being ourselves, and we're very we're very. Um, oh, uh, careful about how others perceive us. Not, not, not how we are perce- we are truly perceived by others, but how we. So, for example, like she'll go to the coffee sh- coffee shop and she'll make sure that she rates people fives, right? And there's this really great moment later on where <laughs> she- she's trying to get help for her rental car, right? Yeah. And the guy that she's she's dealing with, she's she's being like overly bubbly and stuff, and he rates her like a two, and she's like, she's like a two, really? And he's like wasn't genuine a genuine human connection right and wow. he's like at a 3.1 yeah. cuz he's just at a level where he doesn't have to give a shit right yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 rather brilliant and it's like a like you know I don't want to spoil it but the whole idea is that we are so repressed that that by the end of it she has a mental breakdown mm. and it's because you're so repressed yeah. and then suddenly something really big happens and the explosion happens right
1: wow. yeah. yeah i like to i like to kind of like i've been thinking about this analogy lately because it seems like we're so in the deep end when it comes to like social media and the internet and how like we're having to like retrain ourselves how to fact check and how to like yeah. be be critical thinkers a- analytical thinkers about the information that's presented to us yeah. and not just believe that parody and satire sites are actually posting the news yeah. and that like there are echo chambers that post complete bullshit rhetoric that yeah. has no basis in reality oh, like yeah. um I like to think of it as like the internet and the global connectivity that it gave to us and like the way that we are all connected with our, even our devices and like the way that all that technology has advanced the way that it has. It's almost like we were like that kid at the pool who's never gone off the, the diving board. Yeah. And so we're like, we're gonna test the water a little bit. So we're gonna get in. We're gonna get in, but we're only gonna get in a little bit at a time. We log in, and then we actually log out of the internet. We leave the computer where it is, and we go about our daily lives. So we have we've had the internet for a long time. You'd think long enough to like know how to drive it, right? Yeah. But then we kind of like okay, we're getting some new technology and stuff. We're gonna try out some other things in the pool. maybe like finally we're gonna get up to like that that first diving board that's like two feet off the, off the water. You know, like you could trip off that, you'll be fine. <laughs> You're not gonna hit the water very hard. But then at some point. We just we just got the confidence to just go right up to the top of the fucking diving board and not, it skipped a bunch of steps and we just dove off and now we're like kind of like where are we yeah. in, the, in the deep end of the water yep. we'll find our way again but we're we're it's we're, we're kind of fucked up right now yeah. and uh, I think that uh, a lot of people just don't realize that we used to log in and log out of of the cyberspace like there used to be an online time yep and now, like, AOL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there used to be, like, just the time. <laughs> I want to insert the fucking
0: modem sound in the, here. The
1: ratio, yeah, yeah. like, the small portions of our lives that were actually put into the cyberspace, and then we'd, like, exit that again. Now we are always connected. They're, in, they're interconnected. They're, yeah. they're the same thing. In yeah. fact, more so, like you said, our personas online, our representations of ourselves, our avatars yeah. of information are uh, what takes up most of our time yeah. socializing.
0: Yeah, so, actually, a friend of mine. <laughs> Uh, a friend of mine uh, said that, like, you know what? It's funny when you post on Facebook, like, all I picture is it's my shoulder tattoo as my fucking uh, profile pic, right? That's all I see is that with arms and legs fucking ranting around yeah. <laughs> because that's who your avatar well, is. It and makes I talk to you here. Kermit right? with the typewriter. It's kind, of <laughs> uh, uh,
2: it's kind of humorous. But And by the way, he uh, he's asked when he can actually come on the podcast because he has never been on the podcast. but um, Kelton is, is is it's it's really funny because I had an instance with Kelton. <laughs> did he pay you to say that? Or what? No, no, You're no, tell
0: him no. to. Well, he he, he did it say it. <laughs> he makes it very clear.
2: But but um uh so when uh when we did
0: sorry, sorry Kelton I ran out of time for you today Kelton oh, or whatever God. yeah the Matt Damon uh, bit Matt Damon. yeah uh, you mother when
2: uh when we did Nirvana. Uh, there was a point where uh, we were getting the car ready for some of the car exterior shots and and Kelton th- Kelton Rent thought would it be fun it would be funny for me to find in the edit uh, footage of what looked like Kelton jerking off in the car just like mock jerking <laughs> off. So so they recorded Hilarious. it and then I'm editing it and then I'm like oh the very funny guys and then Rent's like post it and I'm like yeah yeah well, well, I'll, I'll hold up and then then uh Kelton um, Kelton got, uh, what's it called? Uh, he got into the Calgary International Film Festival. And, and the Edmonton, and I'm like, oh, this is perfect, right? So, so I made, Suddenly like, this, little I made this, little, this little video where it was like like uh, to uh, Queens, we are the champions. And it was like when you find out you got into SIF and EF in the same week and the jerk-offs up. I posted it like not seconds later. I got a message from Kelly He's like, "Man, you gotta take that down." <laughs> I was gonna say, "I think I've seen it." Yeah, yeah. So, so I had to take it down, uh, and it was funny because I'm like, and he's like, he's like, "No, man, I think it's hilarious. It's just, it's just I gotta be really careful right now." And and yeah, sure, like it's weird because I was, uh, you know how on Facebook now you can do the live streams, right? right. And and like Kelton, more than anyone, is doing this now, right? Yeah. And and he's like, it's really interesting. Like I've I've logged in and watched a couple of times where he's like working on his script on dialogue because he's working on this feature and such. But like his like you you've met we've all met Kelton. Oh, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. type of guy is? Yeah. That's not who he is on his Facebook. Maybe he was going to have him through a b- bad day or whatever. But he's like super serious and somber. And I'm like, and I was I was fucking with him, eh? Like the entire time, I'm like. Hey, it's like uh, you reminded me of Tom Hanks in that movie, <laughs> you know, Big. <laughs> like, just, just throwing shit out, right? And and he was like, he wasn't like, he wasn't acting like typical Kelton, and that that's kind of why that resonated with me, Because yeah. it was like really interesting. I was like, like, uh, is it is it like a is it just a persona that is expected of him now that he's got this award winning film, or maybe it's just Kelton who's having a bad day, Damn. or maybe he was just fucking around like Kelton does every so often, and he chooses. To do this to be sort of serious, thing. Kelton but anyway, day. he did say put him on the podcast to get a podcast because he's never been on it and he feels a little bit butthurt.
0: I said I would mention it to you because I'm not the one that schedules the show. So. <laughs> well, fuck, leave it to me to schedule it. It's been what a month and a half since we recorded, so yeah, yeah.
2: But I, I thought that was really interesting because that is kind of the the ebb and flow of things now, right? It's especially when you're doing live live stuff, yeah. right? Is that really you who's on the live stream,
0: or is Is that, it is like, that really you on the Facebook page? Yeah, that's well, exactly right. Fuck, man. My brain hasn't gone through any much existential shit these last fucking four weeks. You're really piling it on right now. <laughs> no, <but> that part <laughs> but, of the brain is just working overtime. But over it, all,
2: it, all comes, it, it all comes down to the original point that we were making is the fact that, like, you know, we, we – there's a way we portray ourselves. And then every so often something happens that kind of challenges our perception of ourselves and our perception of others. And then – you know, it's like the the when you talked about the block chakras, right? It's just like what'll happen is something will happen, and if and and if that flow of water is blocked, because you don't have a way to work through it, like for example your safe place or whatever, yeah. then that energy builds up and it overflows, and you end
0: up breaking behavior yeah. that you would normally have, right? and it's been it's been interesting i've never gone through anything like this in my entire life so i'm kind of hoping i get this midlife crisis thing out of the way at 33 years old and we'll fucking never have to do this again but uh definitely uh it definitely more to come. I definitely want to do some anxiety podcasts because I found one thing that works for me, um, and against some of my own family's wishes, was posting uh, that comment I made on Facebook and making it kind of more publicly known what I've been, what I was going through, mm-hmm. and that seemed to have helped. A because I realized you're definitely not alone, and you guys told me that. Like I've told you guys, yeah. and I've kept you guys in the loop. But and I've the people that said stuff to me uh, when I made that post that day on Facebook. Uh, Shocked, like there was. I was getting personal messages for day, like days afterwards uh, of people. I didn't even have a clue that they were going through other stuff and and what mm-hmm. they did to, to help themselves. And I never realized that yep. that was an excellent path. So to me, uh, talking is definitely one thing. And of course, there's the the public side of the talking, and there's also the private side. So true. That true growth to, is never comfortable, right? Uh, it, bingo. Yeah. And that's yeah. Very true. Right. Yeah.
1: Um. So <laughs> let's the, the the lobster, right? So? the analogy of the lobster what is it well uh, the way that a lobster uh, the li- way that a lobster grows is that uh, it has to shed its shell oh, so yeah. it's, it has got an exoskeleton so it becomes very vulnerable and uh, and you know like it's and it's, it has quite, to hide. it's quite dangerous when it does that so what it does is it'll hide under rocks exactly it'll mm. go under rocks a few several times in its lifetime you know depending on vulnerable. how long it can live they, they can do it quite a, quite a few actually
0: lobsters are immortal and when- Really?
2: I'm not even joking.
1: Yeah. They,
0: they actually, uh,
1: the the biggest thing that
2: kills lobsters is Humans. other predators. Yeah. yeah, something eating it. Like they've, but they, it has a
0: lifespan. It has to.
2: No, the the, the thing is, it will it will because you know how cells break down or whatever. Yeah. does not happen with lobsters. Apparently, they qu- they can keep growing and oh, keep breaking that. out I of their a,
1: shells like, to to an astronomical amount. Like I'm sure that like the, the they they do still need to reproduce and like make new DNA so that the DNA chain just doesn't break down but yeah, yeah essentially they, they
0: that's one thing like I'm terrified of yeah. death going through this whole thing so if I come back as a lobster that'd be fucking great <laughs> like I mean th- there's a
1: reason why every once in a while they'll find like a just astronomically huge lobster <laughs> out, out yes, there in the oh, ocean yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. 150 like, like, year old yeah exactly yeah, so. yeah, yeah, who are just like absolutely huge but but getting back to the analogy is that uh, the, what they the, what happens to signal that they need to go in, through this process where they isolate themselves they get themselves away from danger while they're going to be vulnerable for a while while they're growing their new yeah. skin, um, is, is pressure. They feel quite uncomfortable. They can't move properly. So the analogy is, in order to grow, you have to feel pressure first, and then you have to go through something, a process, and then you'll come out the other side of it mm. with like having grown. And then you'll be comfortable for a while. And uh, I always love the quote. I think, I think they're talking about the author Prost in it, but from um, Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, Steve Carell's character Steve yeah, Carell's yeah, yeah. suicidal character yeah. he talks about how this, this author I think it's Prost uh, said that he was the, the the happy years of his life he found useless in the end because he didn't learn anything and he didn't grow it was only the years that he was definitely challenged by things that he, that, that he felt sadness or he felt threat or he felt you know this that or the other that actually had value to him in the end because oh. of the, the changes that it caused because of the growth that it, that like you know
0: Interesting. that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And
1: that that always resonated with me. I think there's value in that, even if like I mean that that seems pessimistic. Where like I was just going to say you're that's not, not, you not want to be happy. You're not supposed to enjoy the happy times. No, I totally believe you should enjoy the happy times as much yeah. as you possibly can. But I think that you should. Seek the value in the bad times as well. Yeah,
0: you know, it, look it, back on. the Well, value I mean,
2: it also helps to to keep a record too, right? Like, you know, as as old fashioned as it may seem, like uh, keeping a diary isn't a bad idea too. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. it, you know, stop journaling is one of the tools. Well, yeah. here's here's a good, here's a good way of looking at it. Like, most of us that work in office environments usually have a day planner, yeah. right? And and just open one up and see like what you go through in like the workday. And then just try to apply those, that them, same methodology. You don't have to write a net every day, but like significant stuff, right? Like, well, I have to go get some groceries or shit like that. But to look back on it, it's really fascinating because it kind of shows your journey. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I actually recently got uh, one of, like, I think it's a Kickstarter planner or whatever. And I'm going to, like next year is going to be really good for me for that because I'm, I'm kind of looking, um, actually what you mentioned a couple, a while back now, Steve, was the whole idea of creative inhaling and exhaling, right? And, and it next was the Oatmeal
1: who did a really great post yeah, about exactly. that. Yeah, exactly.
2: And, and I mean, while there will be stuff that we'll be doing next year, right, but it, 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 with Nirvana and all that sort of stuff, I think for the next level, um, there needs to be a creative inhale of what what the next big thing will be, right? Because Nirvana is something that we've been working on for yep. some time. I mean, one could argue that Comic Book Wednesday was the first iteration of yep. that, right? Yep, yep. But the the idea is that I'm going to keep a journal of stuff and that way I can keep track of what I'm doing and, and, and
0: hopefully kind of crack the code about of what comes next creatively, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. so. No, it's, and to kind of tie it all back in, it's been an interesting, journey for me I know and and you guys I can't thank you guys enough Ash and, and everyone especially my parents my brother uh, my son it's been interesting these last five weeks but what's been happening I, I look back and, and realize what I've been what I've gone through myself but then I realize what the world has gone through as well like a lot of this stuff and I hate to even admit this because I think it sounds stupid but like Trump getting elected that was a trigger point I don't know why but
1: Clearly, it was a bad day for me. Yeah, and like I, I, I'm so thankful for the sketch from Chappelle on SNL because it actually really like gave me some some. I don't want to say closure, but it gave me like a perspective that like really like felt good, um, like a way of looking at it that was that was hopeful. You know what I mean? Because like they had to Refresh they just well they again. just hit the nail on the head with so many things where like the, the way that the sketch was set up was the first one out of the out of the monologue after the the fake commercial that they do. Oh, OK, because yeah. uh, that's usually the order. There's opening sketch titles, opening monologue then a fake commercial real commercials then you come back with the first true sketch of the show yeah, yeah. and this was like a uh, knocked it out of the park it was election night and they kind of would prog- they'd, every character would have a line couple and then of hours then they'd go yeah, by I half an hour know, or yeah. a couple of hours and everyone was getting like it was like the tension was building up yeah. and um he he would have the funny line off of everybody where mm-hmm. he was like uh, you know somebody would be like i think i think america's racist and he's like <laughs> oh oh snap like no, don't tell me that. I think I think my grand my granddaddy told me something like that once. I don't know. He was like a slave or whatever though. Like who knows what he was talking about. Like just always being so sarcastic about it. Or like he's like, Don't worry, about the next four years it'll be all white. It's all good. <laughs> just like, you know, just laying it down that like I felt so incensed. I felt so upset about how like oh there's so many asshole racists and sexists and like just hateful people out there and I just can't understand why people don't understand that like that's not the way to progress like life your your own life or society or like the the progression of the world Uh, like I, I could rant and rant and rant around about it because it really does upset me but but then I thought about it, and I'm like, that also comes from a place of, like, you know, the definition of privilege is that is that you can't see it. It's invisible to you until yeah. until revealed, right, until put under the microscope or shown yeah. through somebody else's perspective. and uh, And it was just the idea that, like, there are so many out there who, like, this is just another brick in the wall. This is yeah. just another link in the chain. Like, this mm-hmm. is just, like, you know, yeah, it was great for a little while there with Obama in office, but, like... You know the Western world is the Western world, and yeah. like you know, things change drastically. But things, some things, also take a long time to change. And yeah. like the roots of the white people's culture in this part of the world, that like has some bad, bad stories it does, to it. Yeah. A lot of them, and not not all of it's been righted, if it ever can be. But um, yeah. but like it's the idea that it's just it's it's it. It's not that like things are so awful. It's just that like. They haven't progressed as much as you
0: thought they (laughs) did. And that's, and that, fuck, that's actually a really good point. But they still can. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's just it, right? Like, instead of maybe taking two steps forward, like, perhaps some could argue that we did with Obama. Yeah. Maybe it's only a fucking couple centimeters, if at all. Um, And who knows? Uh, A part of me. Or, I mean, if
1: you take the two steps analogy, like the song. you You can take one back one peck back yeah no
0: exactly (laughs) you're still moving forward it's just not as fast yeah Um, and maybe a part of me uh, one thing I've always had was hope I'm I'm hoping I've always hoped for this i always hoped for that and maybe I'm just hoping that Trump shocks the shit out of fucking everyone and turns out to be nothing but the absolute best
1: I think it's entirely impossible. Uh, I mean, sorry, entirely possible. <laughs> I said impossible. Like That's a, that's a Freudian slip for sure. Uh, but no, I think it's entirely possible because I do actually think that like many people underestimate uh, the intelligence. There's a certain kind of intelligence that he definitely has. Mm. And um, if he cannot find a way to uh, apply that With with sincerity and maturity, I think that he can actually he could be a cause for some good. What concerns me most is the cronies. Yeah. At this point, the the cabinet the the the, the, the people that he's going to be putting in place around him yeah. in mm-hmm. in places in,
0: in uh, positions. It of definitely power. doesn't help that they got both sides of the house. You yeah, know I mean like that, oh, yeah, that's exactly. what I think makes this a lot worse. But midterms are only two years away, and then the, both sides of the house change. So. Yeah. What's fascinating uh, to me right now is that, um, and I could be wrong, but
2: it, it seems that all signs are are pointing towards a huge economic boom for Canada as a result of this. Um, the idea, of course, being that with, with a president, one would argue uh, a, a very unstable yeah. uh, government. Um, relas- our relationship with the Middle East will, whatever goodwill has been formed over the last bit, is going to break down. And there's going to be size divided, which is bad for from a war type perspective, but good from a North American reliance on economic goals. Uh, there'll be more investment. Look, on when our last
0: boom was, who was president then? George Bush. Bush, who yeah. had the same Republican, had a very similar mentality. Yeah, I know. Right?
2: Uh, like, so, I mean, I know there's a lot of factors that come into play, but like one would, one could say that the last boom that happened in Fort McMurray was because as a result of the war that happened in the middle east right yep. it, 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 you know those strained relationships resulted in us depending on north american oil much yep. more right yep. so it'll be interesting to see cuz cuz yeah. even 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 if he ends up being a shitty president and there's a lot of shitty stuff that happens as a result of him the economic down or uh, windfall that happens to canada as a result may actually change uh, the opinion of him in the history books in north america mm. right History's written one the hi- victor. Yeah, one one history's monster is another his. Uh, one one country's monster is another <laughs> country's hero. Right?
1: Fucking take a look at Fidel Castro. Yeah, yeah. that was the reactions to too. that were so polarized from Canadians and from
0: Cubans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, did you want to share what you said about it? I, th- I like. Oh, uh,
2: I mean, it, the the whole thing was that so uh, Shauna McKinnon.
0: Well, we didn't have to name names. So.
2: Yeah, well, name names. <laughs> uh, well, she posted about uh, Fidel Castro and ha- uh, about. It. Well, I forget what it was. It was someone, someone posted about him. It was the general... Was it your
1: post? I, uh, it Can't might remember. be the one you're talking about. Yeah. I definitely posted about it. Um, I posted. But it was a general uh, argument. Yeah. I posted kind of joking at the. Uh, the the outrage the outrage to to Trudeau's words which i mean at the time of my posting he had since also clarified and it, the originally it was posted as a tweet which is as we all know is 140 characters it's tough to be an uh, international diplomat yeah. in 140 characters yeah. but also i mean you also have to understand the canadian historical significance with cuba mm. we we have a long history with cuba and especially with with our, our country's leaders, yeah. the Trudeau family and the Castro family, while they might not be friends, are certainly friendly, friendly acquainted. Yeah, you oh, know yeah, what I mean, sure. uh, uh, um, not many people know this story, but uh, Trudeau, uh, his younger brother uh, Michel, okay. I think, yeah. um, his younger brother uh, died actually uh, many years ago. I think when Trudeau was about nineteen, twenty, mm. just becoming a man, and uh, I th- and uh, I think Pierre might have been dead by then.
0: Yeah, Pierre died. Relatively young. Yeah, yeah, I think
1: he. I think he died uh, before before Michelle did. But uh, Castro actually attended the funeral of Michelle oh, and wow. consoled Trudeau. Yeah. Like, They've got a connection. You yeah. can't deny that. And and I mean, humanitarian issues aside, yeah. which is really hard to say because like there's some d- disgusting. There is, uh, you know, uh, the G- Geneva Conventions not upheld. You know, kind of thing. Um, and and there are definitely some awful, horrible, true stories that can be told about Fidel Castro. You can't deny also that there is
0: some sort of positive connection. Uh, One thing I'd like to take away, uh, I'd take away personally from the whole Trudeau-Pierre, the the whole Trudeau-Castro incident and just that death in general was, and I like to think other people should take this away too, is the world is not black and white. No, as much we as we live I, in the gray, as much as I try to make my life as black and white as possible, right or wrong, there is definitely shades of gray, uh, and I think Castro is definitely a shade of gray. Like I was seeing posts by people that say this is from a real leader, and it was uh, uh, Am- Ambrose. Uh, what is it? Ambrose? Ro- no, Rosa. Ambrose. Rona. Rona Ambrose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the CPC uh, um, uh, interim leader, uh, the opposition leader. Yeah. And there were some people that's like, this is the statement from a real leader, very political, and of course, all these people are the the hateful Trudeau's and the hateful Notleys, all that kind of shit, right? And as I've told you guys in that thread, like this is not a black and white issue. Like it's not uh, he was a bad person or he was a good person. He was definitely a mixture, and he definitely he was a fucking human. You know what I mean? Like he he did some really good. He did some insanely bad, and I, I think that. That definition, yeah, is for every fucking world leader that's out there, right? And it's all about perspective. And to me, you can't deny that Castro wasn't a, a worldly, a very yeah. top worldly figure, especially in the area that he lived, right? Well, and I
1: mean, I, I, you gotta, I think you gotta maybe put yourself in the shoes a little bit if you can and understand that, like, a man who is in such a position of notoriety. Internationally and was on the CIA's shit list. Literally had his attempts on his life constantly. Yeah. Living that Very kind public. of life, I think the Onion
2: uh, nailed it with that one. When the when he died, it was like CIA's plan to
1: <laughs> let to him his, die of his, old size,
2: age. Yeah, through, yeah <laughs> old age.
1: So <laughs> finally came through.
2: So I guess what happened was. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah. There, there <laughs> was there was a post that that Steve made, and then Shauna. Posted on it, basically uh, there were uh, various opinions, uh, both good and bad towards Castro, and all valid. Yeah, and then I, I posted that uh, he was a complicated man. Yep. And then Shauna's Shauna said that there was nothing complicated no, about him. He yep. was yeah. So so then I kind of uh, well, basically I, I my side of the coin, which I you know I never lived through it, but I do know the history of my country and the fact that um, we were basically um, a military dictatorship, right? And and main, the main reason was because there was uh, funding from the United States to to basically it was the war on drugs. It, it, the, the long and short of it is the war on drugs and Narcos. the funding of the Contras and all that sort of stuff. Um, so these governments were being funded by the United States in order to fight drugs, but the because they were military governments, they were very much using it to control the populace. Right? Yeah. Um, the communists, which were Fidel Castro's people. We're actually tr- um, trying to "quote unquote" defend these pe- the, the, these people from uh, from the uh, military dictatorship. So, in countries like El Salvador, um, uh, Fidel Castro and his people are actually heralded as a, as heroes for saving lives. Because They're defending the people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, uh, of course, of course, Shauna uh, posted and very valid, validly that he was doing it for self interest. Of course, he was yep. like he wanted his foot in the door with yep. Central America. Like, if Fidel had had it his way, all of the Mexican Mexico and all those countries would have been part of a republic, yep. a communist republic, right? That's what he wanted. Yeah. But but it doesn't it didn't mean that he uh, that lives weren't saved as a result of their actions, right? Yep. Or so
1: social reform.
2: Well, exactly, right? And yeah, and, and, yeah and, and it's really quite interesting that you mentioned that, right? And you know, it, it's it's hard to totally villainize a man who was, you know, I mean, um, what's his name? Um, Nelson ben- Mandela yep. actually uh, he- uh, considered him a hero as well because Fidel Castro sent troops to help, uh, uh, what was it, during the apartheid, right? I think so.
0: Yeah, and... and, and so that no, it good. wasn't the... Yeah, it was South Africa. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, yep.
2: so so what's really fascinating I'm trying about I go it, back to Invictus. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you, you go back and you think about well, you know, he he was this dictator and he killed anyone who, yeah, but like you also, and I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be a complete sympathizer, but it's going to sound sympathetic towards him as a person. But The thing is like you're talking about a leader of probably one of the smaller one of the smallest countries in Central America taking on the giant that is the United States and all of his all of their allies yep. your only support is in Europe considered and has been villainized by the rest of the world because the Russia uh, Russia yep. or the USSR it's like you know one could argue that he did what he felt he had to do to protect his country yep. right but you know the, 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 again he he's he is definitely a, a person of controversy but i will say this uh hitler and stalin are both universally seen as dictators that killed millions of people fidel castro dies very polarized opinion which yep. tells you that he it wasn't as black and white for him exactly. right yep. exactly
0: exactly yeah.
1: they, they had a great joke on snl i think just last week uh <laughs> about uh about germany what was it again they were call, they're calling it um Oh, my God. I'm trying to remember now. Hang on. It was Kate McKinnon. I can picture her face saying it. I'm just trying to think of the words. I, um,
0: I didn't watch last week. I didn't watch it fully. The cold open was great, as always. but
1: Something like, oh, uh, like, something about how we call the like the celebration of Remembrance Day or something like that, uh, you know, the, the day of um, victory. But, like... We call it V Grandpa, or like we call it Grandpa can't come for Christmas anymore, or something like that. Like, <laughs> like they're like you know, like how we're, we're so di- dissociated from it now, but oh. like in Germany, like they're literally just a couple generations away. Like yeah. there's people that are like locked away because of World War II, Two, yeah. dying in cells, kind yeah. of thing. Oh yeah. my yeah. God! Oh, yeah, was, war, was, was, war crimes is still an issue. It's yeah. just kind of an interesting perspective. I wish I could. I do her justice. She's just one of the funniest things on that show. And uh, yeah, so let's
0: see if we can find the clip. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think
2: about it, like it's really interesting because. Uh, Kevin Smith was recently talking about it on Joe Rogan's podcast because he talked about when he went they 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 went to go see the concentration camps while uh, touring Germany for Clerks. And he, he, they asked the cab driver because, like, they went out. He's like, "Did you guys know what was going on?"
0: Oh, and that was on one of his bits. Were you there? Did you see it? Well, no, our parents are. Well, yeah, and he's chastised and for their atrocities. And, and he <laughs> said,
2: "Yeah, he said it's like it's something we learned because the cab driver was is a generation removed, obviously yeah. uh, at least two. And and his whole thing was he essentially said that he's like, "Yeah, we learned about it in school, and we asked the same questions to our parents, right?" Yep. And and you know, they'll it's it's a point of controversy because it's just like. It, the the fact the interesting thing is like not like not all of germany was nazis
0: yeah.
2: right even during world war 2 but you know what interestingly enough while i do not like the movie i think it represented well was the fact that um what's the movie with tom cruise a world war II movie where Tom, cruise or tom where they Hanks? no tom cruise where they try to assassinate hitler oh uh, valkyrie valkyrie in yeah. valkyrie yeah, right. they make a point of playing out the scene essentially when The German army basically tried to uh, not overthrow, but basically say Hitler is not allowed to have these emergency powers. But the SS, who outnumbered the German army, were basically like, the German army has to surrender uh, and fall in line, right? Mm -hmm. And, And they had to. Like, it's either that
0: or the... Oh, yeah. It's 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 the call... The Band of Brothers played on it really well, too. It was the call to the motherland, right? Yeah. Where the guy mm-hmm. goes to him and he's like, where are you from? And he's thinking he doesn't understand uh, uh, English. And the guy's mm-hmm. like, are from Brooklyn. Yeah. And the guy's like, what? And he's like, yeah, my parents were German. I got called back, right? And these guys... Well, you li- <clears throat> you literally had... And it's the same way the military works now. Like, do you think our military... Do you think a lot of these people that are, are going to be at quote-unquote, Trump's beck and call. Voted for the guy? No. But it's a service that you dedicate to You know, your it's country, really right? fascinating you say that, right?
2: Because whether people uh, agree with the election or not, you are now Trump's, uh, Trump's oh. citizens,
0: right? Trump is your president. I found it. I found it. Yeah, it's really fascinating
2: because, like, yeah, it's the same instances. like it, 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 the... Man, it, you know, it's like, what is that saying? It's like, for for evil rise, it only takes good men to do nothing, mm. and it really was the case for the. Like, I mean, could the German people have stopped Hitler? Uh, you know, we will never know, right? And the answer is no. Probably. Yeah, and a lot of people are, you know, the you know the idea is that um, a lot of people, when confronted with that sort of thing, will fold, right? Yeah. And what does that say about character? And the thing is, you don't know until you've gone through it. The same way that we don't know how we will react to things like
0: a giant fire yeah. until we've gone through them as well this is why i'm looking so forward to rogue one uh, it's from what i'm reading it's just based, like it's an all out war don't movie you, don't you dare no, spoil, no, I'm it. Gonna spoil it dude. But, <laughs> no yeah, i'm not going to spoil it it. but i'm going to say some stuff well no no <laughs> but i'm going to say some shit you're not going to like no it's just it's an it's what they're saying what every review is saying so far it's an all out war movie like you're literally going to you're literally going to see what it's like living with the empire Yeah,
2: which hasn't been touched on
0: uh, Hasn't been touched on, right? The
2: only the only thing I've I've heard that I really I really liked to hear I liked hearing that Kevin Smith said was that it's like this this is Darth Vader at the height of his power, and 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 the you know it's like you know by by Episode Four he already has the the reputation, right? It's like Rogue One will show why he has that reputation, right? So
1: cool. Um, I'm going to be there I found that bit she was being on a Weekend Update she was being um, Angela Merkel who's oh, okay, the, yeah, yeah. Germany's political leader um, and they were asking about um, nationalism in Europe and she said <laughs> she's talking about how uh, Germans call the white nationalist alt-right movement why grandpapa lives in Argentina now <laughs> that was the quote and I was like that is fucking hilarious Fucking Nuremberg trials. Exos. Well, uh, yeah, family,
2: yeah, guy, right. yeah. family Guy. Fucking uh, Family Guy hit the nail on the head so well with that. Where it's like the. The German uh, tour guide is just like, uh, and then in 1946, and it's like, wait, wait, wait a second, what about World War Two? It's like, what do you mean World War Two? He's like, there was, you know, you invaded Poland, all of a sudden, nothing He's happened like, from nothing 1939.
3: Poland <laughs> invited us for tea.
2: Yeah. nothing happened from
1: 1939
2: to 1944. <laughs> or, or, uh, or, or uh, uh, American Dad, which, oh my God, it was such a funny, awkward moment in that show where Steve and Klaus the fish go on tour on Europe and they go to Omaha Beach right and they're like wow can you believe it? it is like yeah and he's like and it's like it's like all these all these young men oh, that they have died one of those moments? And, and 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 then he's like yeah he's like boys no older than you Steve yeah he's like yeah died defending their homeland <laughs> it's just, and they're just like there's a pause and Steve looks at Klaus and he's like
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the commonalities of the life yeah, yeah, yeah. of a soldier? Yeah. Oh uh, shit. In the life of a warring warriors?
0: What else happened in these last few weeks? We had the fucking uh, so Trump got elected. More people died. God fucking, damn it. Well, who I don't think as of tonight, today. yeah. Add it
1: to the list. We're almost at thirty
0: major fuck fucking
1: innovators and 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 influencers as much as this year. As
0: much as it, it's funny because I was talking like it wasn't. I don't think it was one before then. I forget who it was. The, well, uh, I'm I'm actually
2: looking up the list right well, now.
0: Well, no, I, I, this person at work was just freaking out. It's like, oh my fuck, god, that's so sad when
2: the list is like the list
0: is like more items. Like, <laughs> you,
1: know, you know what's? you know how so many people are saying fuck 2016 and everything like. The the thing that nails the coffin shut for me is the fact that like there's so many people that have died like so many Im- important influences that have died this year that mean so much to so many people around the globe that it actually becomes relevant for a BuzzFeed listicle. <laughs>
0: Fuck. <laughs> Twenty six eh? major influencers
1: that died in two thousand sixteen. Well,
0: and, and uh, going back to what I said, there's this girl at work that was just losing her mind. where she's like, "This year is cursed. That this world's going to hell." I'm like, "Come on." Maybe the exception of Alan Thicke. Wrong
2: glass. uh, Uh, A lot of these people are fucking
0: old. Right? Like... Am I wrong? Like, is oh like, no, you're oh, right. no, 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 like
2: there will always be deaths every year. It's not like we're gonna go a year and ever like nobody well, died this year. But no,
0: but keep in mind that we're, we're getting people, the influencers of yeah. I don't want to say of, our generation of generations before of, us. Of yeah. Note are becoming of age where shit is going to happen. Like to me, I just think it's gonna get worse. I just hope we don't fucking no. punch kangaroos in the face dude, and man, less dude, shooting. I'm telling
2: you, the the Stanley year is like upon us. Oh, like yeah. I'm I'm actually. Knocking on wood, but there's still a few weeks left, and he's oh my god, it's gonna like frail, it's it's yeah. gonna devastate the the comic yeah. community. But let's yeah. turn
0: it around. Kirk Douglas's dad is still kicking; he's hundred years old. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he should have been gone a while back. Well, who'd I have? am Spartacus. Well, Who would we have? We had Bowie. We had Prince. Mm-hmm. Prince was Leonard both, Cohen. Prince was younger. Cohen was old. Prince was younger though, wasn't he? Prince was sixties. Yeah, but I mean that was uh, d-
1: overdose, wasn't it? Yeah, that was like immediately, almost immediately, because of the uh, circumstantial evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Or was whatever. it? What or is s- that? What it ended up being? It was
0: something. It wasn't. He didn't die of. It, yeah, it was something happened. Right? It I wasn't believe accidental overdose. Like that. It was something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I believe it was a uh, mixed mixed medication. Boy, yeah, was he's, older. he's
2: actually a
0: pretty religious guy. Hey,
2: Alan Rickman he's, died this he's year. Uh, oh, he's Rickman. A Jehovah's, yeah. Witan- Jehovah's
1: Witness. Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, he was.
0: Rickman was older. Yeah. Rickman was in the seventies. Yeah, he me?
2: but he had hid the fact that he actually had
1: cancer from everyone. Yeah, yeah. nobody knew. No, he said he, uh, it wasn't the release from the family. Uh, something from like that. Something to the effect of. I think, he, to be honest, I think Rickman quietly.
0: I think Alan Thick is the youngest one that I've seen so like, far. Like uh, Leonard Cohen,
1: which we I think we just missed. Uh, yeah. yeah, that one. That one devastated me. Yeah, he, like a
2: musical legend, right? Gene Wilder died this year. Ah, uh,
0: Wilder, he was in his eighties.
2: Yeah, Wilder Wilder was yeah, like ooh, that one you kind of understand but it's still I think you know, I understood
0: sucks. all of them except for uh, like I said Thick just cuz it happened today and so recent. Like that that's a, that's a heart attack. Then he was 69. Uh, Kenny Baker
1: old. R2D2? R2D2.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Uh Anton Ye- uh Yelchin. He the was the one. one, yeah. Yeah,
0: the accidental death one. That one was fucked.
2: I I I forgot that Muhammad Ali yeah, died this Muhammad year. Muhammad
0: Ali. Shit. Yeah. Fuck man when Fuck you think about it it's just like yes. yeah it's
1: really it's so, like a big like, list. Anton Yelchin is especially messed up. Yeah. That whole thing where that was the, up d- like the Jeep recall literally was available 2 days after his... after his, like i mean they they had they issued, already they had issued the warning yeah. but but the fix the the fix the, the, the update done, for yeah. the the system uh was uh, because the whole problem was that it um like, would, even though you'd think it was in park because of the procedure of the way that you, like, would open doors and things like that, it could yeah. actually take the vehicle out of park without the driver knowing, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is why on a steep grade, it can roll down and pin you against a, grate, uh, yeah. a, a gate, um, which is totally just awful. But li- literally, that's so messed up because it was, I think, two days later that it was going to be at dealerships. You could drive your Jeep in. They'd update it. And you're good to go. Yeah. Oh, fucking crazy. This world, man. Yeah,
2: he I, I actually just saw Green Room recently, and man, is that a good movie? He's a powerful actor. Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, you owe it to it. Patrick That's not Stewart? His last one, isn't no. Patrick Stewart as a as a as a skinhead?
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah the whole the whole plot is they're, they're punk singers. Okay. So they're they're pu- broke, right? And they're just going around the country touring their new city or whatever, and they end up taking on a gig that pays a little bit more, but it's at a skinhead bar. So they go, and they accidentally see something they shouldn't, and then the whole movie becomes a whole thing about them in the green room locking themselves in until the police arrive oh, while shit. these skinheads are trying to coax them out to kill them because they're witnesses to something. Fuck, this sounds good. Oh, it's it's a great movie, man. And What year Pat- was this? This year. Patrick Stewart is amazing in it.
1: It's on of, Netflix now. Speaking of uh, skinhead performances, how about that trailer for War of Planet of the Apes? <laughs> yeah, eh? Matthew McConaughey being like we're gonna no, take this back from them it's not, Woody, it's not Matthew Woody, McConaughey Woody Harrelson oh, Woody Harrelson yeah so my bad my bad I meant Woody Harrelson
2: Woody Harrelson being Matthew McConaughey
1: basically
0: he was in the thin red line he's been in action movies before does oh no, absolutely oh, fuck does no one remember Natural Born Killers yeah, yeah, too, yeah. fuck I I even said that I couldn't believe when I said I'm like Woody Harrelson being a badass, Pfft. and then someone texted me. They're like, you know, he was in Edgeport Killers, right? Literally dropped my phone. And I'm like, how can I fucking forget that? Did you, did you have it a, a, the fucking what is amazing is it, uh, in that movie, Kyler,
2: Kyler Sosa moment where you're like, drop the cup of coffee? <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's what is the what is the line again? Some people are this, some people are that. In us, born yeah. Us, I can't we're not. Na- like the title line was like, "Us, we're natural born killers." Oh, I can't remember. I forget what he says. It's been years since I
0: saw that, but I just remember Some them being are. the fucking most badass fucking couple I've ever seen. You know,
1: I, I
2: think, uh, I mean, own personal opinion, I'm that movie is just a little bit overrated for me. I'm just so like natural born killers. Yeah, yeah. I feel that it's it, it the the legend of the movie is
0: gr- better than, than the movie. The, yeah, to me, I feel the same way no, about. CB4. Demolition Man. Yeah, that's Demolition Man for CB4, me. See before I remember. It. Oh, really? The,
1: the nostalgia is better than the actual movie is. I remember watching it re, like recently and being like, "Okay, I can still like stomach it. I can still like you but know like, watch through good. it." You know what movie? But actually, like, it's actually just such a mess of a story. Oh, it's yeah. just it's so convoluted.
2: You know what movie is great and still holds up? Fucking amazing. Total Recall, the original. That movie yeah, fucking while. holds up. Same with uh, Starship Troopers. That's been I a always love the too. first one. Paul Verhoeven is a is a super like super talented director. It just sucks that like he won't do those movies anymore.
0: I really liked History of Violence from him. That was really good. That wasn't uh, Paul Verhogan, was I it? I thought for sure it was, yeah. Huh. That is a good
2: movie. Yeah. Like that like I remember like that movie actually had the most uncomfortable sex scene for me. Not because of like the weird rapey thing when they're having sex on the stairs, but more like, ah, oh, her
1: back must really hurt right <laughs> now.
2: Cause like they're having sex right on the fucking yeah.
1: two steps. Hopefully this didn't take too long to film. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well we uh... <laughs> you guys just you reminded me of uh, when you talk about the sex scene do you guys see the chris pratt and jennifer lawrence insults oh yeah oh i died our sex scene in passengers your what is it your penis beat off yeah yeah yeah. i could feel your your
1: penis what was it no my favorite one was uh was he's just like you
0: were in the stupidest marvel movie the one the one where
1: he, he he was like praising adele or like comparing her to adele and then just like that beat and he's like I hate <laughs> it, yeah. Like that's so
0: fucking golden. It was so funny. Oh shit! That's when she mentions her pubes too, and I'm like, yes. Well, she's, no. She's like, I
1: can't. I my not I can't talk about. My <laughs> They're pubes. like, yeah, you can. you can.
0: You can. We can stand here a little more. Oh, you're in them in the background. Please talk about your pubes. we right. gonna what, talk what we, pubes? Are, we all saw the photos. Are we talking <laughs> the movies or what? Did we talk about Homecoming? Uh, the man, trailer.
1: I'm super excited.
2: It was a maze. <laughs> Amazing.
0: Well, Amazed, it was good. It definitely got me interested, but I, I, I didn't, I wasn't, I was waiting for that shock factor, and I guess I kind of got it at the very end when the uh, Iron Man and and uh, Spidey swim I'm telling it, you, that's the
2: that's the misdirect. Like I already posted my theory on uh, for you guys on it. I can't remember what it was. Uh, so, so my theory is that the Vulture, because in the original comics, oh, the Vulture yeah, yeah. is the Vulture because he steals the youth from other people. I don't see that being the plot device in this one. So my belief is that Michael Keaton's Vulture is essentially a criminal who essentially uh, reverse engineers existing tech like Hammer Industries, the Chatari, Tony Stark tech to create new tech. So he will actually outfit some of the rogues it, like For example, uh, I think a lot of people are now thinking that Don- Danny Glover is going to be the Prowler, which oh, yeah. means that, that uh, he gets tech and the shocker and all that. But my belief is that that's how he made his vulture suit and all that stuff, but to, to because it becomes a really excellent plot device, to explain why why uh, Spider Man doesn't doesn't have the costume in what looks like to be the final fight, uh, and uh, and also how to take Tony Stark out of the picture for the final fight, that if he can re-engineer Tech to work for him, he can also disable Tech. So my belief the is that he's is going gone. to disable Tony Stark's suit. So in order, so yeah. what and what ends up happening is Peter has to take off the suit that that Stark made him as well and he's going to have to go to like and be less reliant on Tony. Exactly. And and yeah. and that makes him his own hero because then yeah. he's outside of he Stark shadow.
1: Yeah. yeah. He did it himself. Um, I, I I can flip a coin. It's either that theory or my my theory that I'm I think I'm leaning towards is uh, I, sh- I I like claim it as mine. It's a shared theory. There's so many people who agree. Uh, but the where Tony Stark it's kind of like following in the the scenes at the end of the the Berlin airport fiasco in yep. in um Yeah, Civil War. War, Yeah, Yeah, Civil War. I was going to say Ant-Man. But uh, in Civil War, because he tells him he's out of the fight, right? You're done. Like, get out of here, kind of thing. Like, what if Tony Stark is the one who disables his super suit? Who's just ah, like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm watching this. I'm saying, I'm sorry I'm you on. You're I'm, I'm afraid of yes. another kid dying because of my influence. So your suit's done. Like what's threatened at the beginning of Civil I War, like right? That one too, so yeah. I'm taking it away from you. Well, what's he's got to go back to his basics. What's
2: also interesting about that is the, uh, um, th- I think the trailer kind of already confirms that because when they're when they're in the car chatting. He still has the black eye. Yeah, from yeah Berlin, they pointed right? that out. So, yeah. so, so uh, what's his name uh, from Fatman <laughs> on Batman? Don't do um, <laughs> you don't have to do uh, that. Mark Bernard and <laughs> said that his belief is that the movie literally starts with the car ride home from yeah. Civil War. Yeah. And then you get your smash cut to him already in the classroom watching the video because he's like, "I want to keep doing the superhero thing, but take it to the what next was other. that meme? I wonder it's... how that
1: footage of Happy plays into it as well. Like, I wonder if that even is even going to make it into. Some people cut. say that that's, are that's doing him. Now. That's him right before the Berlin fight. Yeah, getting the suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The uh, there's that meme going around. Where it's, I can't remember the actor's name in, in, in Ramy Spider-Man, where he, he gives the with great power great responsibility, and then it's Martin oh, Sheen. Oh, shit, no. Uh, it's Martin yeah, Sheen yeah, yeah, doing yeah. his version of the quote, and then it shows uh, Stark and, and Peter Holland, and it's just like, all right, kid, good luck. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, well, didn't they even, I, I forget, I need to watch Civil War again, but didn't they even like kind of allude to it, where like, you're not going to give me some speech about like... Responsibility yeah, yeah, because yeah, that—that was the
2: well. Peter, Peter does it right because he Peter starts it. And he that's he basically says Stark that said. when you when you can do what I can do and then yeah. do nothing, the bad things are your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah in that, in that, a way, that was
0: the origin. Yeah. That was his origin speech for the yeah. MCU, right? So, yeah. uh, what else did we get for trailers? Transformers looks fucked. Yeah, what uh,
2: whatever. I, I I never know what the fuck is going on in those <laughs> movies. Honestly, I watched them and I'm, it, like. Um, I feel they should just title it as This well, you is know, for China. Was, like here's a really good example. Like the the last movie with the Dinobots and everything. It's like these are the blah 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 knights or whatever. And and it's like okay, I, I guess this is some Cybertronian thing. And then they get activated, and then the he. It's like oh, now he's got to fight the Dinobots because. That way they'll respect him and help him. I'm like, where did this come from? I thought they were advanced technology. I don't understand why they're actually acting like animals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because they did in the cartoon. And
2: then then at the end... They're like your service to me is done, and like the the Dinobots like go running into the Chinese countryside. I'm like, so we're just gonna let these things just just exist out yeah. there.
1: Like, After they were talking about how like
2: like I'm pretty sure they'd eat people. <laughs> well, and like how they're
1: talking about how they're also hunted down globally at the beginning yeah. of that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So at this point, Whatever. I'm just like the, the last. I don't give a shit. Just I know what's gonna happen. As long I'll as you don't it, do though. what you did in the last movie, where they they had those synthetic transformers, where they were like. Yeah and that's the, the new Megatron who's
0: gone now, right? Yeah, like so. the new Swarm Galvatron. thing. Cuz like Ga- is it Galvatron? Well, he became Galvatron. All oh, right. Yeah, cuz cuz Megatron's brain. Yeah, cuz
2: I think like what really worked was the uh it's funny that you even mentioned, I'm like, I even forgot what that, that that happened. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I guess, but whatever. Um,
1: but yeah, the the cheap out with the yeah, visual yeah, effects. Yeah,
2: half, half, half of the reason you watch these movies is to see how cool it looks when they transform, right? You take that away, yeah, right? You just got giant fucking rock-a-sock and robots. You can tell. By the, by
1: the fourth movie, they're like, how can we figure out a way to write in that this is less taxing to to, to render and generate? Listen, Michael, we're getting well, sick we'll do of the pro- fucking we'll, transforming, we'll, right? uh, we'll build an algorithm for procedurally generated kind of like yeah. digital garbledy there's, there's, form just into whatever. <laughs> there's just some weird Digital
2: decision there's weird decisions in that movie like i remember in the second one where <laughs> where when we see megatron for the first time he's wearing like that shawl on his head yeah because like, he's like, half busted up because like, he's hiding it right yeah. and 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 i'm just like
0: who the f- why the fuck would you care who sees this yeah, but yeah. Megatron's a very proud fucking person. He doesn't want he doesn't like being half fucking beat up. <laughs> I can make that connection. But makes, I'm an idiot. It, it
2: makes no sense though. Like, uh, like, like, because the way they portray it, I'm like, is he afraid of being recognized? Like, no one's really.
0: He's afraid that he. He's afraid that he got. Uh, he's been known to get his ass kicked by Optimus. Come on, know, if man. that's your only. He's gri- ashamed I, of his I, battle injuries. I, I also, I also feel that
2: like these movies are are being directed in two different directions. In the sense that like. There's someone who's directing the human elements of the movie, and then there's someone else who probably knows a bit more about the Transformers like, mythology that's actually writing... And and doing the the dialogue for the Transformers bits, but never the two shall shall meet because <laughs> all the exposition that the Transformers gives, the humans don't give a shit about because yeah, obviously yeah. they're dealing with their human stuff, right?
1: There, it's just weird. It'll never it'll never match the the amazingness of the first one. I really think that the the first one like knocked it out of the park. That first I, like, one's a fun it's, movie. It's, I like it's, the second it's like, one too. It's like the the st- like. The, that that story of like a kid in his first car, you know, like yeah. just fresh out of high school, freedom of the world, and then like yeah. finding yourself in a situation that's larger than life, and oh, like that all that all really movie. fits. And then after that, it's like, okay, well, that's established. What do we where do we do? Yeah. But, right. but let's least, make robots fight.
2: But yeah, but at least the plot made sense, where like the cube. Uh, can make yeah. other transformers, but then at the very end, you're just like, so it can also kill them. Like, <laughs> but too but much of it. The second movie really fucks it all up because when they introduce, you mean the, with the three
1: resurrections?
2: It's not even that. It's the fucking chick transformer in the first act, yeah. where she's there to kill Sam yeah. or whatever. I'm that like, was weird. If you can turn yourselves into humans, why are you doing? Why that? are you vehicles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're right. Because, it makes because way more bigger. sense. Right. Because,
1: the, because the size ratio is all Because suddenly different. we're the Terminator movies. You need, you need one that's the same size as a human to be able to look like a human. I guess. Uh, I don't know. Stretch well because like, because there's there's microscopic there's one that's made of nanobots and then there's like little ones that are like you know the RCs walk yeah. around inside a teacup and then they've got like yeah the RC cars did, and then did they've they got uh did they ever fix, all different sizes
2: did they ever fix Bumblebee's voice
0: box Nah, because it's stick is I loved how they did he, that in the first. He talks, talks, he talks they, once. They, yeah, yeah. But they it's they so they expensive fixed it to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's all quotes. No from more famous yeah, movies. No more Shatner quotes, please. But, this but is they're cost all but, us a lot of money.
1: No, they're all they're all in the library, though. They're all they're all like movies. Well, oh, really? no, not all, not everything. But a lot of them Paramount are from licenses, Paramount. Yeah, yeah, point. Yeah, a lot of them. Maybe, are maybe it's that just a pain in the ass to edit it. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you just have to go through the archives. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, What else? I don't think anything else came out released there. Uh
1: No, oh, they're starting The Galaxy Two Volume. We got to see an episode eight. Uh, trailer coming fuck right away.
0: As fuck you, Dave, when you said you don't want to see. And, cu- and fucking uh, Adam Driver, who said the same thing. I don't want to see trailers for episode 8. Fuck that, man. That's why I live for this shit. I want to see the trailers, man. That like, motherfucker, oh. you know you're getting paid for this <laughs> shit, right?
1: <laughs> why would you not want to see trailers, man? Adam for it? Driver
0: said the same thing that Dave mentioned. Uh, he doesn't want to see any trailers. He wants to go in fresh. Okay, My-
1: we'll try to avoid it then, I guess. I want to see it, man. But that's how marketing works.
0: Well that's, ju- well, that's just it. Disney already got the people. Like, they know that they already got. The people that are just going to go walk in and see it, they still want to fucking market it to people and be like, hey, yeah. remember the every shit single, that people keep quoting?
1: Every single major movie is made for two groups of people. Uh, the people that are, well, I mean, unless it's a fresh original, but yeah. like they're they're going for the fans
0: and they're going for new audience too. Yeah. You, you never just want to go for one of the two the um uh, so i'm hoping to see some uh, episode 8 uh, definitely at rogue one we got guardians of the galaxy 2 that was a pretty cool trailer baby yeah. Groot, baby Groot is going to be a huge sell Make sure man it's it's
2: or... really crazy how much drax has been given in the trailers it's really yeah. crazy how the range on vin diesel
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am Groot voice man Oh yeah 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 Apparently he did, did All the baby oh, Groot good. voice That's so. good I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, actually, They just pitched him up Oh speaking I of it supposed. The The The
2: The F Number 8 Of the Furious Was the other trailer That came out I haven't seen that one fucking, yet fucking Oh my god I was laughing out loud Through the entire trailer it It's bad? so fucking ridiculous it? Well they're,
1: they're, It's gone
2: It's been ridiculous For a while <laughs> But the whole plot now is that Dominic has betrayed the group. He's gone it, all bad. Not isn't, gonna isn't lie, it, I didn't see the last. Isn't one, it outside
1: so. of the MCU? It's the largest or longest running like movie franchise. Oh yeah, yeah, oh well, yeah, it's yeah. All,
2: it's, oh, yeah. Like billions, like billions. That, of that, dollars. that franchise has actually surprised everyone. It's like, oh, this is still a thing, yeah. and it still makes a lot of money, like. I just it, 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 the trailer's so hilarious because like they're all trying to bring him in, right? So there's these five cars that have cornered Dominic's car, and they they all chain hook him or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, oh, it's on!" Hey, car fight! And so he spinning his car. <laughs> the car and it causes, wins, and, and his car essentially outpowers the other cars, making so them flip physics and, shit. and
1: friction oh, n- not like, a thing. That hasn't Doesn't been matter. the
2: same thing since like the fourth movie, where like I remember there's a there's a shot in the trailer where my brother and I were watching the tra- we were in another movie and watched the trailer, and we we like were crossing laughing because there's a shot where there there's a tank and it destroys Dominic's car and he jumps at the last minute and he's just like and my brother's like, so he can fucking fly now?
1: Like? <laughs> <laughs> well he always I could. didn't see I didn't we know that really Paul Walker's character did
0: die in the last one.
2: Yeah so I don't know how they're gonna explain
0: that shit. Yeah uh, I thought they killed him off but I did not I see I didn't I liked fucking the rock one, the first one and the second one was me and there's been two more since. Yeah, yeah, The
1: Rocks in this one, and I guess him I haven't and, uh, seen any since Tokyo Drift. Really? F yeah. five was good. <laughs> I Haven't seen any. F five.
0: The one in Brazil when The Rock first came up, I love that over the top Rock character. That was fucking priceless, man. Yeah. Now give me the damn. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I like about dessert first. Give me so, the so
2: I mean, those will always make money. Um There's John Wick two, which
0: is becoming uh, a okay, new trailer franchise. Came out for that didn't.
2: Uh, yeah. There's a. There's. A I got that, that,
0: that on. one mixed up. What was the Disney failure with Keanu? Or no. What okay. was it? Mars? It was something Mars.
2: Oh, that's uh, John Carter. John Carter. Oh, John
0: Carter. I get John Wick and John Carter mixed up because when I heard John Wick two, I'm like, wasn't this the man, biggest fucking flop in movie they history? They should have
1: fucking titled that movie John Carter of Mars. That's like,
0: yeah. That's where I got the Mars fucking, from. Me and you talking about it. Yeah,
1: man. I, like it's such a simple thing I think it was such a huge misstep in the marketing of that movie I think so many people were perplexed by what not the not fuck they were, I never watched like, well have that. you yeah. seen it yeah oh yeah I a have. couple times uh, uh, like I think the uh, and it's, it's not bad and I've never read the the original story but I, I I know about it
0: but I, there's I a lot it of was amazing a visuals it though apparently it was what 50 yeah. million off of a 250 budget or something like yeah. that so.
2: yeah a lot of people uh, a lot of people didn't know what it was yeah
0: but it, it's not. But, a bad so movie. I keep getting John Wick and John Carter mixed up because when I heard John Wick two, I was just like, "What the fuck is going on with Disney, man? Is this is Marvel and Star Wars making so much money? They're like biggest flop. Fucking, we'll do part two. No, no, is no. John Wick good. I, I don't. Oh yeah, John, John Wick's Wick. a really good
1: movie. actually. John Wick is a great story. Um, watch it with this. Like you should watch it, but watch it with this frame in mind because it wasn't uh, something that I picked up on right away. But watch it and think of it as a as a Greek or Roman uh, myth. Mm. Like try to try to pick out who the players are, like who the gods of Olympus are, and okay. like all that. That's kind of boring, like there's at. a real correlation, there's a real like connection between the but, two. But
0: but overall, the Reached, plot is, and I get it mixed up with Reacher too, because I enjoy like Jack oh yeah, Reacher. Jack Reacher. I enjoyed oh, I, that. think that's I enjoyed
1: a,
2: that's a load of
1: bullshit. I hate Jack
2: Reacher what? so much. So here's here's my whole thing. This is this is my whole thing. I feel like in in the planning room for Jack Reacher,
1: Tom Cruise was like Tom um, Cruise
2: was like. Okay, guys, uh, this is this is great so far. we got a great first opening act with action and stuff. But I really feel there's a, some certain dry parts here in the dialogue. I feel if Jack Reacher's isn't in the room, every other character should be asking, where's, where's Jack, Jack Reacher? Reacher? We're talking about how great Jack Reacher is. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can definitely do that, Tom. That's fucking Jack Reacher. Like, that movie is so yeah. fucking ridiculous
3: That's about, about how
2: everyone sucks Jack Reacher's dick the whole time. Like, whereas John Wick actually fucking does it poochie. very subtly. Yeah. they actually do it really smart in John Wick but what's awesome about John Wick is the whole plot of that movie is they killed his fucking dog <laughs> like oh, really? that is that is the the action that puts everything into effect is
1: is well, They kill his fucking dog. Well, yeah, like I mean, it, it, it. There's more weight than that, though. Oh, there's I significance think. behind it because yeah. because you enter the story uh, like he's an ex-hitman, an ex-assassin for hire. Uh, but you enter the story; he's clearly not in that life anymore. Presumably because he gave it up for the love of his life, his wife, who is terminally ill, mm-hmm. dies. I don't think you even get any dialogue with her. You just see them in the hospital bed, and it's very clear that he's at a loss. She plans in her in her. Deathbed to allow him to uh, to go through the grieving process a little bit more easily. To gift him a puppy, oh, who is going to be basically the the representation, the 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 dogification of of her, of her uh, through his mourning period, and some idiot. Son of some idiot mob boss uh, decides to go and pay him a visit or pay you know teach him a lesson or something like that and on a whim he
2: disrespected him at a parking yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, at a fuel stop that's what it is that's what it is and on a whim as they've already like done what they came to do they just discover the puppy there's it's brand new nobody knows that there's a dog or anything kills it just for fun uh, uh, so exactly his wife dies and the last thing that he's got in the entire world the to like the last creature. So there's Last an unsaid connection. rule
2: in film where you don't kill the dog. Yeah. This movie takes that rule and says, "You know what? Maybe we kill the dog, but we make everyone fucking pay for it." Yeah.
0: So. I got to watch that shit. So yeah, part, it's a good what's movie. What's part 2 the what? tackle then? Well, I, don't I don't know. know. Oh, we're no about to we're going to find out. Yeah. So but, like Steve's oh was, Yeah. Like Steve said the mummy came out, which to uh, me was fucked up. Tom Cruise. I don't know what they're doing with that. Modern, oh, modern Ghost day in mummy. The shell?
2: Well, I guess the Ooh. whole plot is like he can't die, hey? Mm. Like the whole thing is like they're all cursed. They're because saying of the they're mummy. saying
0: she is now Emotep. Yeah, I assume as much. Yeah,
2: but but I think that's the but I think the whole the curse is reveal. that she's been resurrected, and as a result, he can't die because like you see him survive the plane crash. Right? Oh, oh, uh, well, and Cruz can't
1: and, die. And I thought like he he meant he's resurrected, e- resurrected yeah, too. Yeah, I thought yeah. you meant Emotep
0: comes out of the body bag. Yeah, that's yeah, what because exactly. that's what the, the again rumor has it that Cruz is Emotep.
2: No, 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 no. Mm. I think I think it's like. She's chosen him for some crap or whatever because Tom it's Cruise the mummy, movie, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we want to be talking about the mummy when the mummy. Well, that's why saying. I
2: thought it was so weird that I'm like Tom Cruise in the mummy. I don't understand how. this I could didn't even be heard he got cast he's, for that. He's
1: not even the title character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Unless it turns out that he gets mummified,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he is the mummy. No, but like, yeah, Tom Cruise' weird career. So like, like again, he's he's like the star of my favorite movie. But like, it's so weird. Like mm-hmm. the Jack old Jack. What was that other one they love did, did to, with? Uh, love to hate him. With uh, what's her name? Cameron Diaz. Uh, where it's an action movie.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what
2: the fuck? Yeah, it's like something days and nights or whatever. Oh shit. And his and yeah. the whole thing is like his last name is Knight. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. it's so fucking
1: stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so fucking
1: I need to know the name of this. Hang on, one sec. Tom Cruise, Cameron. Well,
0: what is it that Ovid said in community yeah. where it's just like, How can an actor be so bad yet keep getting work?
1: Night and day. Night, yeah, you're and right. Day, yeah. He
0: must be a, so right. he must be a really good actor and we're all just not paying attention. Yeah. Oh no.
1: Is her does her name have something to do with day? Hang on. I gotta know if it's black and tan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: black and tan.
1: You play Tendori Jones. <laughs> yeah. No, I play Tendori Jones and no. you play Leon Black. <laughs> oh. No,
2: Gandhi, I don't wanna do this. Well no, okay. To hark it back. I, oh I, wait,
1: no. His name's Roy Miller and her name is June Havens. Really?
2: I thought I thought his whole the, the whole thing was that his last name was Knight, Knight? or something.
1: Hang on. Maybe I made
2: that was up that in just, my head. <laughs> maybe that's what you just thought it was gonna be? That's fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, so there is the mummy, and I think that's, like I don't know, I, they're not doing anything to really impress me anymore. Like, like that that the money shot in that trailer was like her having two pupils two in her eyes, eyes and yeah. I'm like, that's really? Not really that? Yeah, yeah. I think we wanna, like would have been cool if 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 like the plague came and all like like what they did in the original mummy, I thought that was really really cool where they are like the, oh that one the, stands up all the plagues and all that. Yeah, that first mummy is fucking. They made a good it movie. a period piece. and I thought that was fucking awesome. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's weird because it's Universal has been trying really hard to make uh, like a like an Avengers type Marvel or Universal Monsters universe, which has failed uh, like twice now because they doing they, it again, though, because they tried it with Dracula Untold failed.
1: Well, they've got Dr. Hi- Dr. Jekyll in the mummy. That's uh, 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 Russell Crowe's character. Oh, really? Yeah, that's and, what I've read. And
2: then but they tried again with, Wolfman uh, and everything, with right? the Frankenstein he's be movie. be Like the Frankenstein movie that uh, Daniel Radcliffe was in. Like that oh, yeah. was attack I number two and it didn't no, work. The, no, not I, Frankenstein. It was Victor Frankenstein. Victor Frankenstein. Victor Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew it was an IRV. Oh, I didn't know that The Mummy was kicking off this shared universe. I thought they were doing... Yeah, I guess The Well, mummy. This, is, this is like The uh, Mummy was attempt. one of them. The oh, Mummy, Wolfman, Frankenstein. It's, wolf it's man, The Mummy, the Creature of the
2: Black Lagoon, Frankenstein, the Wolfman,
0: Dracula. As and together they formed the Monster Squad.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> By our powers combined. I don't know. As much as I dig the fucking Marvel shared universe and shit like that. like geez, Not everything has to be everything have to yeah. be a fucking shared universe?
2: Uh, th-
1: this is this is bugging me now, though, too, because like,
0: well, uh, that's it's not
1: it. it's not black and tan. It's peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't call it peanut butter and jelly if there's no jelly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's uh, what was it? Um, the what was the other one? Uh, oh, uh, uh, recently uh, Matt was messaging about it because it's it's a well-known fact that Reginald Johnson has played a cop in a lot of movies and TV shows. He's the dad off of Family Matters, mm-hmm. yeah. but he's also the cop off of Die Hard. That oh, helps, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carl
1: yeah. on duty, black cops. But, yeah.
2: but he's also the cop from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, it, it's crazy. He's like, he, he Ca- keeps character playing cat. Yeah, exactly. A cop.
0: Oh, man. Well, to hark it back, I think it's safe to say that as you've seen the progression through the show, that as as heavy as life gets, as fucked up as the world around oh, us gets. His fucking real name is Matthew Knight.
2: I fucking knew it.
0: Oh, I fucking knew it. It turns
1: <laughs> out his real name is. But what's her? Wh- wh- what's what's the day though?
0: They just needed something.
1: Yeah, her name doesn't seem to have anything to do with day. <laughs> so it is like peanut butter and
0: jelly. <laughs> <laughs> as I was saying, as fucked up as Sorry. the world gets, as, as heavy life gets, I think we can always look for fucking news, or always look to movies to uh, mm. to really make uh, the world come together. I think we 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 mentioned that before, how it
2: like um, it helps it helps to. Uh, uh, escape sometimes. It
0: like does. Um, and um, after the shitty that I had, I am looking to immerse myself in the fucking world of of Rogue One because I think it's going to be... It's funny because as much as death makes me uncomfortable lately and rumor has it just everyone fucking dies in this movie, it's just going to be like, fuck, this is going to be just great. So it's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, that
1: death, needs to, death needs to happen with characters because it happens
0: in real life. It doesn't happen to lobsters, though. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Actually, I I, uh,
2: <laughs> I I I stand corrected. Um, while uh, lobsters actually, they're sexually uh, able to reproduce, and they keep growing until the point of death. They can die of old age, wow. which is weird because I by human dream. standards, by human standards, we die because of the degeneration of cells. They actually die because of degeneration of organs. Okay. our organs die from the. Well, yeah, but yeah. not uh, like just their organs. Yeah. So like their, their, their hearts yeah, would yeah. eventually give out. Right. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. But us, we, we can like our entire bodies crap out. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Actually going through all this uh, counseling and stuff like that, I got recommended a book that I want to give a listen. Apparently it's a real like humor spin to it. Uh, it's, it, I guess it's, it's basically it's plays on Once you turn 50 years old, you basically start rotting from the inside <laughs> out. Laugh through the pain. The <laughs> <laughs> fake laughter, hiding real pain. <laughs> 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 All right, I think that's about it. Any final thoughts?
1: Uh, the temple's made a hamburger. That's from community. Remember when Jeff
0: he <laughs> goes through in for the doctor's update
1: with uh, the the checkup with Patton Oswalt as the doctor? Oh right, <laughs> cholesterol. Yeah, high. yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, you're a specimen. You're like, you're you're Adonis. You're great. Cholesterol's a little high. Just yeah. you know, cut back on the fats. And he's <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Well, I can't be the first to tell you that the temple's made a hamburger, man. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't stay the way that you wanted it to. It gets, that's, it goes that's bad. Really good, actually, yeah, that
0: is actually. But my a, body is a temple. <laughs> there's one episode. The GI Joe episode is actually Jeff. Uh, oh, when he uh, tries uh, to kill himself. Yeah, and I just a really dark episode. I haven't watched it yet because, yeah. again, death is, makes me fucking on edge lately for some reason. And But there's a good, powerful message in that one that I kind of want to watch and, and, and reinv- reinvigor where yeah. it doesn't matter how old you are. You can still have fun. Alright, I think we're <laughs> going to on that one yeah. You sure? Alright, for this episode I got of nothing the- left. <laughs> Alright, for this episode of the YMN Podcast, on behalf of Ash, I'm Totsky, I am Tito. And I'm Steve. We'll see you next time. Podcast, a T Man Entertainment production in association with Hyper Photonic Media. Find out more at ymmpodcast.com.